everyone. This is Indra from Family Karma Cast. This episode is a preview of our Thirsty 30 Bravo TV and pop culture chats, which are exclusively available on our Patreon page for just $1 a month. We post one every week, so that's at least two hours or more of content every month for just $1. And we dig into all the latest Bravo TV and pop culture news, and it's always a fun time. So please sign up at patreon.com slash family karma cast and uh, have fun with us and thanks so much to our existing patrons we appreciate you so much okay timer timer on thirsty 30 <laughs> it was like one two three may on. 14th <laughs> time so- and place Okay, maybe there's just a lot of stuff going on. There's I was actually, w- I woke up, I checked Twitter. Twitter was a buzz. It was actually on fire in it, like not fire in this like cool hip teen no. way. It was on fire in a bad way. <laughs> like burning down type like situation. Like burning down, bravo Twitter. So as all of you know, um, <clears throat> early this morning, um, Tiffany Moon changed yeah. her... Twitter from former Real Housewives of Dallas cast member. Yeah. No, she changed it from Real Housewives of Dallas cast member to former. Cast member to former. Yes. To former. Um, And so people were really livid. Um, All eyes were on Cameron, which I'm not sure. Which, in hindsight, I was, you know, after the show, after the uh episode two reunion wrapped yes. which we can talk about shit show um shit show but cameron you know came off aggressive mm-hmm. um with racist undertones i'm always hesitant to call people racist no that's not productive I'll, but she was no it's not she productive. was very unwoke in what she was saying she was that's actually a perfect i mean way tiffany of, called her out for white splaining Right. And then remember, we saw all that stuff. We still don't know if it's true, but there were rumors going around that Tiffany got fined. Fine. Did we talk about that on this? I forget. We have not talked yeah. about it yet. She, she got fined for saying that Cam was white-splaining, which is absolutely... If it's true, that is so fucking... Like, I would quit, too. I would quit, too. And and for the record, um, we've never heard of a housewife getting fined for everything anything no no in the history of the series so it's and, probably not true i we have it from is it jennifer who's the redheaded oh yes I've, so she jennifer is like the lost cast member who's just always there just in the not background. even she was she's just kind of like a a, a she's taking up a little bit of space yeah on the and camera. she's friends with and cam. i don't mean that negatively she's friends with cam so team cam so team cam which is tough because um it, it just kind of further shows that it was all the girls against Tiffany. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you watch the reunion, especially the second part. So, first of all, there's like what Cam was saying, which was basically she was saying like, you're being racist towards me, a white woman. White person. Which yeah. is just like, 
okay, Cam, you clearly have not understood any of the dialogue that has been happening this past year around the Black Lives Matter movement and like Mm. understanding anti-racism. And then I think what pissed me off the most was Mm -hmm. all the stuff that's happened on Twitter since then from Court, her husband. It's Court and it's Court's brother, which I showed you the problematic tweet that. Well, so. Yes, you go. The one that Court wrote, which actually I'm going to look it up because Mm. it's I want to say it. It completely and do you mind if I just keep filling yes. in um so I think the hard thing is is that it took the reunion and for Tiffany going through the ringer for the women other than Deandra to understand how she was the odd woman out in in the whole the whole time yes and um it it was just tough especially with the um culturally inappropriate shaman I mean we're hawing about that and I really do think you know we're seeing these women just appropriate all these cultures especially when Deandra I know was doing the there's sh- so I much don't even problematic know what chant shit. she was doing do you remember the chant she was doing during the reunion you know and you know well it was the one from the show and I actually thought Brandy made kind of a good point when Brandy was like she say so I don't support Brandy being like I think that this is like unchristian of us doing this whatever that's bullshit but she did say she's like you know we were saying all of these things and chanting all these things and like what's his name Darren wasn't explaining any of it to us I didn't know what I was saying and so I felt uncomfortable about that and I was like actually I sort of see where she's coming from because yeah if he's gonna like have them do all these things like to respect that culture and to really like bring people in he needs to explain it I don't even think he knows what it means no he does no he He just does it he's a fucking hairdresser (laughs) he's a hairdresser and I'm I'm really glad they they kind of clarified it Um, yeah I would love I don't know it's just I don't even know where to come at Dallas so do you want to just read what Court said so Court's Twitter has is gone this account does not exist it's gone so but this all went out earliest week so this is his tweet at Tiffany after the reunion anti-racism is racism (laughs) like I just have to stop there I'm like just that sentence alone is like you literally do not understand what anti-racism means but what does that what is he in I really don't understand like He's assuming that being anti-racist means that you're like going against white people when really it means how can we work to dismantle the like white supremacist values Mm -hmm. that have governed our whole society Mm -hmm. for centuries in a way that we can support people of color so that we aren't so that like racism like Mm -hmm. I'll say I've said it before I'll say it again like you cannot be racist against white people because they are the Mm. dominant group Mm -hmm. in that ism so Mm -hmm. anyway so he says anti-racism is racism it discriminates by the color of one's skin okay so that is not racism i just explained why that's not racism they tried that once in germany it did not work out well yeah so he's getting all the like jewish population Mm. they're super mad on twitter too because he's like bringing in the holocaust Mm -hmm. in a pretty insensitive way 
And then he says, I don't understand how many of your patients would be comfortable with you treating them with your open vial racism. I mean, I do not blame Tiffany for fucking quitting that show. If these are the people she's going to be subjected to, like, oh, disgusting. I do want to play devil's advocate. Okay. Because at first I was like, they pushed her out. But then I was thinking about it. I wonder if it was a salary dispute, (gasps) which we've seen before. I think she quit. With Leah. I think she quit. Okay. I I mean, I think Tiffany... I'm just playing devil's advocate. So... Like, when we see her crying... Now she changed her bio back. She did? (gasps) Yeah. And she's... So she's... Oh, my God. No, you're joking. That's why I believe it might be a negotiation thing plus that. (gasps) I have nothing to base this off of. Okay, I am going... doing negotiations to her... For... Tiffany Moon, MD. Let's see here. Cast member. It's back. Okay, so that this all happened in the last like 12 hours. It's like four hours. (laughs) Okay, also, I just want to read that her bio, her profile description is mom, wife, anesthesiologist, aromathesia candle creator, three moons Mm. winemaker. We did know that they had a winery. Um, I mean, they're just business people. So her husband has so many businesses. So do you think she was like, you're not giving me enough money and I am going to just put former cast members? I'm not sure. I mean, I have nothing to base this base this off of other than Leah and her negotiations. Yeah. Wow. Um, And but it could be a combination of a lot of things. I have no idea. Well, Here's what I have to say is if I. This was my first season with Dallas, and I would not have gotten past episode one had Tiffany mm. Moon not been on this season. She mm-hmm. totally carried it, her story and her like general just affect. Like she's funny, she's like mm-hmm. witty, she has like interesting takes on things. Like otherwise, I would have been like this group of white women. I just I can't from Dallas, yeah. you know, like with Cameron being like the queen bee oh of this gosh. group. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like do you think Cameron is the queen bee? Yes. Which Because you you missed her knocking cuz D De- not Deandra, Le- Leanne used to kind of be the queen bee. Yeah, and she's so they brought up Leanne a little in the in the Yeah, so she in one of the last episodes she talked down to Luann, which was like everyone started standing Cameron. Everyone's like, we stand Cameron. Yeah. And it's just really funny because a lot of people were standing Cameron until part two of the reunion. Well, I think people still there are. Let me tell you of all the like posts and Instagram stuff that I've seen out there Mm -hmm. for everyone who puts up a post kind of condemning the Westcott's for their behavior lately, the comments from people who are defending Cam and Court, like, you know, like she did nothing wrong. Why are you coming after her and not coming after so and so like, you know, just all that type of like bullshit. Brandy? Are they bringing up Brandy? They're bringing and up stuff? Brandy. They're talking about like, oh, she said that like it was like eating dog treats, but like Stephanie said it was like you know worse than like eating her husband's asshole or whatever. And it's like Tiffany explained why Cam is more of a trigger for her because Cam like kept bringing up shit throughout the season. Mm-hmm. She kept pushing Tiffany. She kept like talking down to her and like Tiffany was like I'm not putting up with that shit and you know what like yeah. I love that and I I'm I really 
I hope so. I hope that okay, she's she's a cast member now again. <laughs> so she's a cast member now, and I'd actually, since we're pressed for time or we're on a time limit, I'd like to also address the Porsche. Oh, the Porsche news this week. How I could mean, we? This not? is like the stuff you cannot make. This oh up. my god. Okay, so so actually, I'm gonna look up this. Um, so real moms of Bravo is. Did they do a timeline? They the timeline did a timeline, is- and it is so wild. Okay, so why isn't this page? So in January, um, what's what's the woman's name again? I feel bad. Fallon. Fallon. So Fallon and her husband and Simon still married. Still They're married getting in January. Divorced. Posted a picture. Well, let's just talk about this past season. Like Fallon at that Halloween party was very much married to Simon, and they filmed at Halloween of 2020. So that's like right. Six months ago. But in January, they posted like a couple's photo. Okay, here. Can I read the timeline? Yeah. Okay. So 2018, Portia and the Hot Dog King start dating in 2018. Right. Okay. Portia and Dennis are engaged in September mm-hmm. of 2018. Mm-hmm. This is Indra's first, but we saw the engagement. It was very sweet. Okay, but they started dating that year and they got engaged that year. So Portia r- For the rushes. record, that happened. Well, for the record, I was engaged to my partner okay. less than a year. Okay, yes. That's even true. knowing him. No hate. No hate. But it does like show that she, you know, she doesn't fast. Portia wants love. She does. And I, I, I get it. But okay. Okay, keep going. Portia and Dennis end engagement in early 2019. Salmon right, and Fallon get married in 2019. And Portia and Dennis then get re-engaged that year. So they're kind of in mm-hmm. and out of the relationship. Yeah. 2020, Portia and Dennis break up officially. That's what we see on the season. This that like they're not together mm-hmm. very clearly. Um, 2021, Simon files for divorce right. from Fallon January. Simon and Fallon are back together February oh, 2021. And then Simon files for divorce again in February 2021. And then Fallon acknowledges the divorce papers in March of 2021. This is two months ago. And then Fallon and Simon announced their divorce on April 22nd. And mm-hmm. Portia and Simon announced their engagement on May 10th. Right. <laughs> so... so- there are rumors that she's pregnant. I was thinking that when I saw the photos because she was yeah. wearing a very form-forgiving dress. You know that one where she has her hand on his stomach, like the yeah. one that they're zooming in on the ring and everything? Like her, and it's she, her, Dennis, it's like and a, Simon. It's like a, um, what are long dresses called? You know, it's just like a long, flowy dress, and it, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't... Like a boho. Yeah, it, like, it, like flows down from the breast so it doesn't mm-hmm. show the stomach at all like there's no tightness anywhere in the midsection and I feel like Portia like often will hug her curves the thing is is I think this should guarantee Fallon a peach I totally agree I I, I think know we need more a, about her anyway you know I mean, she's she's stunning to look at. Yeah, she's also beautiful. You know, Bitch Sess said this, but I'm going to say that I thought it before Bitch Sess <laughs> said this, is I am concerned because Fallon brought her husband on the girls' trip, the uh, Cynthia's Bachelorette. She did. That's what concerns me. No. He was there? He was... Remember, she had to go home because she's like, I, me and my partner are best friends. We go everywhere together. Oh, my God. And I'm hoping right. it's not a control thing. 
Oh my god! Because Porsche, Porsche's getting her wings, and she's flying. She's flying so high. We just don't want to clip them again because she's been in previous relationships that have clipped those wings, and we're just seeing her kind of bloom. Yes, into this like really wonderful woman, strong, sur- sure of herself. And we, and you know, I think I think it's like I think the thing that the conversation that I am kind of interested in having. Mm-hmm. In this, because it's easy to be like, you know, like he's cheating or she's she stole the man. But it's like, OK, well, I don't know. It's I don't know what happened. You know, yeah. I don't want to go in. I'm not jumping. Not, I don't to that. You don't want to jump to any conclusions, right? I'm actually like looking more like you are at Simon because he's I think this is his fourth engagement slash okay. marriage. Like, I think I heard that. So that's a lot. That's a lot. What about Deandra's uh, 13 engagements? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, That's a whole other can of words. But I think that like Simon. So you're worried that there's some control issues going I'm on with him. I'm wondering if he's just always waiting in the wings. Um, I think it was like. Like he wants to lock that shit down immediately. I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't want. I don't know. I don't know. I do I want think Portia like, to be free. I do feel like Portia and Fallon are like so beautiful. Like they're yeah. so gorgeous. And like, I'm sorry, Simon, no shade, but like you're really punching above your weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like these women, like what is going on that gets you to like get them to commit to you so quickly? You know what I mean? Maybe it's money. I mean, and maybe no it's shade money, and that's that. okay too. Like, if, that's okay. Like, if Portia you know, wants, been through so much. She ha- and she has a young child, and she has. Maybe she wants financial security. Yeah, you know what blew my mind at the reunion, what? and like, I know this is probably old news, but I just Kenya is fifty years old. Oh yeah, like, I believe it. She like, but she had a baby two years ago, right? Which is like, I was reading about it. It was yeah. like a miracle basically and like it kind of makes me like understand a little bit more why she brought the baby on the trip she's wanted a baby for so long yeah and like and she has no one no that's her family that's her family i told you i get kenya like i think she's she's acting out to in a problematic yes yes when you don't have anyone, you don't know how to maintain relationships. Yeah, yeah. And and um and I think she's acting it out with someone her uh, Brooklyn's dad who is just a real piece of Do work. Do we know what the status is of their relationship? She said in the reunion they they did finally they're, I think they sign the divorce papers. It's over. I don't I don't know about that. I don't remember. I feel like she did say that, but I'm not sure. I mean, she was definitely like conflicted during the season for sure, you know? Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about New York just because we haven't really had a chance to? Yes. Yet? Um, yes. Okay. How are you feeling? Um, you know, like it's a different vibe this season. It's a different vibe. And I appreciate it. Like, I was so over the drunken yelling yeah. from last season. And obviously, there's going to be a bit of that. But, like, now that two of the cast members are sober and, like, it looks like they're going to stay that way, 
Like, it really brings a different vibe. There's an important conversation that should be had about the sobriety on this show, about how they are partners in this, in in a way, which I think is really important. That they're supporting each other, Luann and Leah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which we don't see. I don't think I've ever seen in the Housewives a sobriety like this. And, you know, it's interesting because it was like COVID hit. And you know what's so interesting is I'm seeing across a lot of reality TV is that, and just in general, like COVID either like, pushed people into their vices Mm -hmm. a little farther than they needed to go or it helped them like see the light with something they were already struggling with and kind of like really move out of it in a more permanent Mm -hmm. way and so like you know I'm watching the season of Top Chef because I love that show Mm -hmm. and there are like two cast members on that show who talk about how during COVID their drinking got out of control and they had Mm -hmm. to stop and then um But on New York, we're seeing Luann. So I think Leah is like really, you know, Leah was sober for nine years. She had Mm -hmm. her relapse with last season and stuff. And now I think she's like, I'm like, I understand how to do this. And I'm really committed to it. Luann, I was a little bit like when she's talking to Ramon and she's like, you know, I think I'm allergic to alcohol because Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember how I got home a couple times this summer. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a little bit of denial in that statement to me. Right. And hopefully she's like, well, I don't know. Like, I kind of don't remember that for some reason. Um, I I forgot it. But then they like showed it in the previously for this last episode, which is the only reason I remembered it. Yeah. I, you know, hopefully she's just getting therapy so she can work through all the stages, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and has like a helpful therapist who can like hold her hand and support her through this. Yeah. Because she's starting at the beginning, I think, of a long journey of sobriety. Do you agree with that? Yeah. She's started. She's she was sober. In, yeah, in no, I know. Seasons. But I feel then, like but she's still like compared to Leah. She's like relatively new at it. Right. But then you could also look at sobriety as just one one day at a time. Yeah. You know what I true. mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not saying you reset when you have a drink, but it is literally like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I It's hard for me to speak on people's sobriety because it's just yeah, such a yeah, personal yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And we're getting this like produced, televised. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, it is a very fragile, sensitive subject. Yeah. And so it'd be I'm really excited. You yes. Know? I'm really happy uh, for her because she does seem like she's really committed yeah. and understands and that she doesn't I hope want she's it. Really yeah, and, and especially um, blacking out. Yeah, that's scary. On, that's on scary. car rides homes is just like, you know, Luann, I'm glad that she's taking the necessary steps to keep her safe. Yeah. In more ways than one. And so, like, so I think it's interesting seeing that alliance. I'm definitely sensing the, like, old guard versus new guard mm-hmm. with, you know, Leah and Ebony have a, have a real friendship and, like, there's... But like I just sort of see like Ramona and Sonia, especially just kind of like clutching on to each other in this way. That's like a little cringy to watch. I think it's also like I don't know if I'm the only one who picks this up, but I feel like they're playing too much for the camera. And that's how it was last season, too, which is like I couldn't take it. Like, yeah, it's getting it's getting too much like when they were um 
trying to figure out the pool heater. Yes. It was like, oh, that was they so... They think they're being like Avit and Costello or whatever. And it's just like, for me, it's getting old and too produced. Yeah, I don't think that shit is funny. Like, I, I don't think it's entertaining. I'm like, fast forward. <laughs> it is kind of in- cool when like Ramona has a slamming body and she's 60 and she's just showing like her her breasts with like yeah, pasties but, on like that yeah but that is a very like it, it the the album i don't know is it abbott and costello i i don't know but like that whole thing yeah with ramona getting quote-unquote the help's name wrong and calling them the yeah. help feels yeah like even the unproduced stuff is cringeworthy so it's like cringe upon cringe <laughs> but not in this like <laughs> i want to watch way yeah like ramona i would really you know what? I do think New York needs to clean house and they need mm. to start with like a real like they have Leah and Ebony and they should bring in three to four of their real friends and mm-hmm. start over. They just like I don't I'm not I'm sorry. I'm not interested in Luann, Sonia or Ramona's storylines like at all. I do not mm. give a shit about them. And I know that I'm not like committed the way a lot of other people are because I mm-hmm. haven't seen all of the seasons leading up to this. But like, I'm also just like, I don't care about the like, I don't care about you guys screaming, turning the pool heater on and like, you know, like it's boring. That's boring content to me. It's boring. And it like to me, it's like going out to the Hamptons for me, which is like, okay, so this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And like going to Ramona's house, yeah. which is like so familiar it, in like a weird way. <laughs> but like Ramona's house is just built on like narcissism mm-hmm. the help comment is just insensitive and narcissistic yeah. in a way like that I don't know I think we could like it's like I'm wondering like have we even gotten we've not had like a Latina no on we haven't know, had the an show. East Asian on the show East Asian we haven't you know, it's had just... a South Asian on the show like New York is the most diverse city in America mm-hmm. literally like like <laughs> Bravo posted this thing on their Instagram, which was like, oh, my God, it was a it was a drawing of Manhattan. And they were showing how all the ladies of New York are spread out on Manhattan because Ebony's in Harlem and so and so's in East Upper East Side. Wait, wasn't Ebony in Tribeca? No, but remember, she talked about how she's moving to Harlem. Oh, okay, so she's officially. Yeah. So now she's in Harlem. You know, Leah's lower. And I'm like, you know what? This is all Manhattan, though. Like, did you forget Mm -hmm. about the other four boroughs? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we've got the Bronx. We've got Queens. We've got Brooklyn. We've got fucking Staten Island. I know. I would love to see. Oh, get a housewife from Staten Island, please. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, And it's weird because, like, we don't even have, like, okay, like, we need other people before this. But, like... A straight up Italian yes. American yeah. girl, which is hopefully not conservative because I know a lot of Italian Americans are very conservative Republican, but just like a well, liberal Italian. I mean, you know, we know Leah. Leah is so contradictory to me in her politics because I don't I don't know with her. I don't know what's going on with her. I don't know. And like, I, I know that, you know what I read on Twitter that she was gunning for her sister to be on the show and her sister didn't make the cut. Really? I They were yeah. definitely kind of like setting that up. 
But, you know, her sister will be on it in one way or another, you know. Yeah, she'll be a friend of, which is fine. And they're bringing back Heather. And I'm really interested in this because Heather, I think, wanted to be back on the show. We saw her um, last season, too. Yeah, at uh, Dorinda's place. But her and Ebony get into a fight. And apparently Heather walks away upset. Shit. Well, you know, I like Ebony a lot. I think yeah. she brings a great, like, younger, strong female energy to the show. I am interested in her storyline because she's still figuring it out, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she's at a point in her life where, like, she wants to start a family. She's, like, processing stuff that happened in her, that's happening in her own family and mm-hmm. her upbringing. She's, like, moving. She's, like, considering her career, you know? Like, I like the career aspect. I think that's why Bethany is so interesting is because she mm. had that strong career thing that was, like, kind of fascinating to watch. Like, Mm -hmm. I liked watching that part of her and the stuff that I've Mm -hmm. seen. What do you agree with that? Um, Bethany is just hard to digest because when she goes low, she goes really low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she said some really vile things. um, Yeah. To the other cast members. I mean, um, after a while, it it felt like New York was becoming a skinny girl produced. Yeah show because it was like they'd go snowboarding and Bethany would be like skinny girl this this yeah. this which is great for her but it felt like so much product placement yeah yeah it was all about the brand it was all about the brand which is great but she felt overproduced and the overproduced brand like it was just like she outgrew the show yeah yeah and she left and I think Ramona I think Ramona and Sonia I I'll I'll keep Luann personally but I think they have outgrown the show. Yeah, I think Luann has potential to still have some like interesting stuff. I don't I don't know. There there's definitely this like schism, you know, in the cast right now where it's like the old guard and the new guard and how yeah. is this going to work and and that's where the tension's going to be and maybe that's brilliant. I don't know. I think there is more interesting stuff to come this season, so I'm interested to see it. So, I, and I'm so excited for Beverly Hills. Do you know what? Is like I don't think New York has anything. <gasps> really? You think it's just a bunch of fluff? Mm-hmm. It's just a gut I just think it's like we're not going to get an, a very interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I want to believe in it. It's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. And it could be. I'm hoping it's wrong. But I'll watch the shit out of it. <laughs> and our time is oh. up. We actually went a couple minutes over. But, you know. Oh. We love you guys. Thanks so much for being our patrons and for listening. And... We'll catch you. Namaste. Do oh, we yeah. say namaste? Namaste, namaste bitches. bitches. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I was like, do we say that? All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.